The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. Would you come stand with me please at the foot of the cross today? Come, come real close. Come as near as you possibly can. Uh, last time we studied in Mark chapter 15, we heard some of the dying words of the Lord Jesus, but now He's silent. No words come from those lips that spoke such gracious words because He's dead. There's nothing really to listen to now, but would you look? Would you take a long look? Would you, would you sit there at the foot of the cross and watch Jesus? His limp, lifeless body hanging on a tree that He created. They're about to take Him down. They're going to take His body down from that tree shortly, but I want you to look at Him for just a moment. We read in Mark chapter 15 and verse 37 that Jesus had cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. But I want you to look carefully because some things happen immediately at that moment at the cross. In verse 38, the Bible says, And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. And there were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the Less and of Joseph and of Salome, who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him, and many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. This is the scene at the cross on this day. You know, a lot happened at that moment. We talk much about his hours there on the cross, but there was a moment, the moment of his death, the moment when, when he gave up the ghost, some things happened. Number one, access was granted to God. Did you notice in the very next verse, the Bible says, the veil of the temple rent in twain from the top to the bottom. You'll remember this, this veil of the temple had been there for centuries. It, it separated the holy place from the most holy place. And it was enormous. Uh, here is a, here's a veil 60 feet high, 30 feet wide, 4 inches thick. Uh, it separated them from the presence of God. And yet, for the very first time, it is rent in twain. And notice, it's rent in twain from the top to the bottom. No man did this. God did this. Do you understand the moment Jesus Christ died, His separation became our reconciliation. All the walls were taken down. The walls were removed. The barrier is now gone. The veil represented division between man and God, but no longer because the cross was a door into everlasting life. So access is granted. Not only that, the Lord Jesus immediately has people believe on Him. The centurion of all people. I'm talking about the man who was in charge of the soldiers who crucified Jesus. Listened to Him, looked at Him, and said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Not just any man. Not just he said he was the King of the Jews. No, no. Listen to his words. Truly, this man was the Son of God. At that moment at the cross, Jesus Christ was acknowledged for who He is. You see, my friend, when you come near to the cross and you get a good glimpse of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to have to acknowledge who He is. You're going to have to acknowledge that He died for you, that He was not worthy of death, and you are not worthy of Him. And yet He did it because He loved you. Not only that, but at the cross, I see these believers still drawing nearer 
These women who had followed him in the Galilee, who had ministered to him, who, who truly believed on him, they're still there. All of the disciples have forsaken him and fled. Uh, others have been scattered, but they're still there. And I tell you, at the cross, that's a good place for God's people to draw near to God again. Maybe you've been drifting today. Maybe you're a believer and your heart has grown cold and callous. Could I give you a piece of advice? Go somewhere, get by yourself today, get down on your knees and read Mark chapter 15 out loud. Just read the Calvary account again and get a fresh glimpse of what Jesus Christ did for you. Nothing warms the heart like a fresh glimpse of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, at the cross, everything changes. Access is granted to God. Uh, unbelievers believe on Him. Believers have their hearts warmed to continue following Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ cried, it, it is finished, it was really just beginning. The Lord was setting in motion so many amazing things. And one moment at Calvary can change your life forever. Don't miss your moment with God today. Gaze on the Son of God. Look to the Lord Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. I'm telling you, it changes everything. Many, many years ago, Isaac Watts, a young man, said he was bored with the, the starchy hymns they were singing in church, and his father said, write better songs and we'll sing them. So Isaac Watts did. He began writing hymns, amazing hymns full of doctrinal truth, and he wrote one of my favorites. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? At the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. I wonder, have you been to the cross recently? Have you come to know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior? If you do know Him as your Savior, how long has it been since you knelt at the cross and said to the Lord Jesus, I love you too? That Him at the cross is connected to many amazing things through the years. For example, Fanny Crosby, uh, the famous hymn writer, was sitting in a Methodist revival meeting one night in 1851, listening as the congregation sang, At the cross, at the cross. They came to that phrase in one of the verses that says, Here, Lord, I give myself away, tis all that I can do. She was just a young woman. But at that moment, she said, Lord, that's all I can do and I'm going to do it. And she gave herself without reservation to Jesus. She got a glimpse of Christ at the cross. Uncle John Vassar, that great preacher, was out witnessing house to house one day and a woman slammed the door in his face. She cursed and swore and said she didn't want anything to do with him and with his message about Christ. He sat down on the front porch of her house and started singing that hymn, At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. She didn't open the door. But what he didn't know was on the other side of the door, she was listening. That night when he stood to preach in the local church, the back door opened and she came in and sat on the back row. At the end of the gospel message, she came forward and professed faith in Jesus Christ. And when at the end of the meeting, John Vassar asked her, Ma'am, what changed your mind? She started weeping. And she said, I was listening to you sing that song about the cross of Jesus. And you got down to that phrase that talked about those tears of grief. And she said, I just couldn't take it anymore. It softened my heart. I realized who Christ was and I knew I needed Him. I tell you, a visit to the cross changes everything. Many years ago, a young private in the army during World War II wrote a letter to D.L. Moody. What he didn't know was D.L. Moody was already with Jesus. He was already gone. 
but across the world, this young private wrote a personal letter to D.O. Moody. In his letter, he wrote these words, I will make my stand for Jesus at the foot of Calvary's cross. I love Christ. I want to be His servant. I want to ask you today to come to the foot of Calvary's cross and don't just stand there, kneel there. Kneel there and say, I love Christ. I want to be His servant. If you've never taken the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, come, come to Him. The access is there. The, The veil is gone. Come to Him like that centurion and say, truly, He is the Son of God. I'll trust Him as my personal Savior. If you've already trusted Him as your Savior, kneel there like those women and say to Him, you died for us and we love you. We thank you for what you've done in our life and we want to live for you and serve you the rest of our days. And then go out and tell somebody else about the Lord Jesus today. You know, the cross was an instrument of death, but for us, it was entrance to life. The cross is a sobering thing, but the cross is a joyful thing because it represents what Jesus Christ has led us into. He has brought us to God. He has brought us to Himself. Everything changes at the cross. Not long ago, I heard a man say a sad thing about a family member of his. He said she just couldn't accept Jesus on that cross. My friend, if you can't accept Him on the cross, you can't accept Him in the empty tomb either. You must begin at the cross. And I hope you'll come to that cross today. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today.